pursuit at cases and pursuits against the founder of Burisma. Now that was in December of 2015, just a few months later in March of 2016, Joe Biden holds uh, $1 billion in aid back from Ukraine until they fire the prosecutor general, Victor Shokin. So you keep going through this whole process. Uh, then you got uh, people out there still saying, still saying that this isn't real. In spite of the FBI, the Department of Justice and everything else, all of that uh, is right there. Well, we've got a receipt, ladies and gentlemen, with Hunter Biden's name on it where he signed that receipt. So this is his laptop. We also had his attorney reaching out to the computer repair guy saying, can I get my client's uh, hard drive back? And then we have an email from that attorney thanking him for that phone conversation. But we've also got a receipt with Hunter's name right on it. This is all authentic. And all of the authorities are saying that it's authentic. Nobody is saying that it's not. Not even the Biden campaign. In fact, the Biden campaign specifically said they were not saying it wasn't authentic. So we got the receipt with Hunter Biden's signature on it, which, again, completely destroys this narrative that this is all made up. It's certainly not. There's also another email. Oh, <laughs> somebody looks like somebody posted this in the, uh, the live stream, too. Um, there's also another email which incriminates the Biden campaign. For the record, the website that seems to have the most up-to-date information on this appears to be the Gateway Pundit. They've got a source directly with Rudy Giuliani, and they are using it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I know that the Gateway Pundit isn't a traditional news site, but they are one of the most popular conservative websites. Yes, they are very biased, uh, but they do a really good job of breaking a lot of news. And that's because of their relationships with other people, and they apparently have a pipeline right to Rudy Giuliani. So they have a smoking gun email from Hunter's laptop that um, proves Biden's were paid to shut down the Burisma investigation. Now, you have to understand something. When the Burisma investigation was shut down, there's this weird transfer of funds coming from Ukraine to Rosemont Seneca. And Rosemont Seneca is the company that Devin Archer and Hunter Biden ran. And they had several different affiliates. And you have to understand something. We're not even into the Chinese stuff yet. We are not into the Romanian stuff at all. In fact, the Romanian thing is kind of taking a back burner on this. We're not into the Kazakhstan stuff. Although a photo, a photo has been released with Joe Biden and Hunt Biden with those Kazakhstani uh, in, investors and business partners. Now, those are the ones on the day that Joe Biden visited Kazakhstan. He, he took his son, Hunter Biden, on Air Force Two. This is where a lot of those connections are. On Air Force Two, they go to the capital of Kazakhstan. The son of the mayor of the capital of Kazakhstan wires like $142,000 or something like that to Hunter Biden for a car. Now, Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's company, didn't deal in cars. They don't have any car dealings at all. So it was just this bizarre transaction that happened when Joe Biden was in Kazakhstan talking about Crimea at the same time as his son, who flew with him on Air Force Two. This is another aspect of allowing your family to use you to get rich, is that you have Hunter Biden repeatedly flying an Air Force Two with that to these places where Hunter Biden allowed his dad to meet these people and these people gave Hunter Biden money. And when Joe Biden says, nobody used our family name to, to get rich, well, Hunter Biden says otherwise. 
He says he absolutely used his family name to get rich. So we'll put a lot of this in the Daily Show prep today, but this is a very real story. It's a very real scandal. And yes, it goes directly to Joe Biden with a potential for criminal liability as well. More coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, we will get into a little bit later, we'll get into several new studies that are challenging your traditional COVID narratives from your politicians and the press. Uh, those are all peer-reviewed, by the way. They're all coming out. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit, probably in the 5 o'clock hour. GOP pollster Frank Luntz has blasted the Trump campaign as the worst campaign he's ever seen. All right, let's see what he has to say. Prominent Republican pollster Frank Luntz blasted President Trump and his campaign on Tuesday for focusing on Hunter Biden in the stretch run to Election Day, calling Trump's campaign the worst he's ever seen and saying the president's advisors should be, quote, brought up on charges of political malpractice. Okay. Um, all right. October 26, 2016, Republican pollster Frank Lenz told Yahoo Global News anchor Katie Couric that Trump's campaign is, quote, the worst campaign that I have ever seen in my professional life. He later added that he blames, quote, the people around him for that. So, essentially, The Hill is reporting that Frank Luntz is saying the exact same thing about the Trump campaign in 2020 that he said about the Trump campaign in 2016. Who won that campaign again? I'm just throwing it out there. If Frank Luntz was that wrong in 2016, why would he not be that wrong now? You have to understand something. The the Hillary campaign raised more than two and a half times what the Trump campaign raised in 2016. And he beat her. Now, I've actually talked about this quite a bit. I'm not going to bore you with the details or anything. I'm just, I'm just sitting here. I'm looking at this, and I'm going, Frank Luntz said the same thing in October of 2016 that he is saying in October of 2020. Now, we're not done yet. Hold on a second. Mike Huckabee has also offered the Trump campaign some advice about the Hunter Biden story and says for the Trump campaign to stop talking about Hunter Biden. How many presidential campaigns has Mike Huckabee won? Zero. He's run a couple of times, but he's, he's lost. Now, with respect to Mike Huckabee, who is a much more likable guy outside of politics than he was inside politics, and I'm a big fan of his daughter, but um, at the same time, You've never won this game. What are you doing offering advice? You've not only have you not won, you've not come close. Not, not even remotely close. Okay, so you've got Frank Luntz who says you need to stop talking about Hunter Biden because th this is the worst campaign that I've ever seen. And I said that in 2016, but now I really mean it. Okay, you've got Mike Huckabee saying the same thing. It, for the record, 
they're probably coming from a position of concern, right? They, they probably want him to win, but they don't like the way that this campaign is going. And could the president focus on things other than Hunter Biden? Absolutely, and he certainly will. That's going to happen. Although the leak, the leak that we have today is that Trump is going to go on the attack on Hunter Biden uh, at the debate, which I will be hosting a watch party on D Live for uh, tomorrow night. But let me, again, Frank Luntz's opinion doesn't matter. Mike Huckabee's opinion doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what likely voters have to say about this. So, wouldn't you know it, a guy whose name rhymes with Casey happens to have some information about what a majority of likely voters have to say about the Hunter Biden situation. Would you like to hear what, what those are? All right, let's take a look. A majority of likely voters believe Joe Biden, when vice president, had a conflict of interest in his oversight of Ukrainian corruption, considering his son was on the payroll of Ukrainian energy conglomerate being investigated for corruption in that country, according to a new Just the News daily poll with Scott Rasmussen. Let's back up. Frank Luntz, who said the Trump campaign was the worst campaign he'd ever seen in 2016. We ended up finding out that was actually the Hillary campaign because she threw away a win. That's what happens when you let a computer software program run your campaign for you, which she did. Um, so Frank Luntz is wrong in 2016. Frank Luntz says the exact same, same thing this time around, but he says it's because of the Hunter Biden story. Mike Huckabee is out there saying the same thing. Stop talking about Hunter Biden. And yet, we've got polling data that shows a majority of likely voters believe that Joe Biden had a conflict of interest in dealing with Ukraine and his son. Well, if you ask me, that sounds like the Trump campaign is doing exactly what the Trump campaign is supposed to be doing to win this thing. Sure, they could focus on other things. Absolutely. So, you do what you need to do to win. And if the other side is going to keep bringing up the white supremacist lie, and they're going to keep bringing up the inject yourself with bleach lie, and they're going to keep bringing up the whole, we were the ones telling you that the virus was dangerous while Trump was downplaying it lie. Why shouldn't the president get down in the mud? When asked, 53% of likely voters agreed with the proposition that Biden's oversight posed such a conflict. 53%. 26% found no moral issues with that arrangement. They likely don't know the story, but it's only a quarter of, of, of the population. 21% still don't know. Well, I mean, that is... That's not good for the Democrats at all. It certainly isn't good for Frank Luntz or Mike Huckabee. Right now, if you're looking, by the way, it's got a uh, plus or minus is a 2.0%, 1,265 likely voters. Your average poll, by the way, is about 12 to 1,500 people, your average poll. Um, well, that's that's not good news. Now, they didn't break it down further. Oh, wait. Yes, they did. Uh, demographic tabulations. Here we go. So we take a look at this. 
Um, <clears throat> was there a conflict of interest with Biden? Men, 56, say yes. Uh, women, 51, say yes. The younger you are, the less likely you are to view it as a conflict of interest. Isn't that interesting? But even 18 to 24-year-olds, 46% say, yes, there's a conflict of interest. Um, whites, Hispanics, and others, over 50% say, yes, it's a conflict of interest. Uh, black Americans are majority no at 39%. 30% yes, 31% not sure. Now let's look at what really matters, though. Look at the uh, the GOP versus Democrats. 83% of GOP says yes, it's a conflict of interest. 26% of Democrats say no, it's not a con or say say yes, it's a conflict of interest. So, 83% of Republicans say yes, he had a conflict of interest. 26% of Democrats say he had a conflict of interest. That's not good. 54% of others say it was a conflict of interest. This is a battle for undecideds. The majority of undecideds in this poll say that Joe Biden had a conflict of interest there. Now, there's not enough time really to break down this entire story before November. But the little bits that we're getting are absolutely going to have an impact. And so I, I found it interesting that Frank Luntz and and uh, Mike Huckabee were running around and going, I oh, don't know, no, this is terrible. They have to stop talking about Hunter Biden when the polling actually shows that it's working in Trump's favor talking about Hunter Biden, not just with Republicans, but you're getting about a quarter of the Democrats and you're also getting a majority of independents. So maybe don't listen to the people who called it wrong in 2016. Maybe listen to what your data shows now. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Henderson, broadcasting live at dlive.tv slash Yes, I will do a debate watch party tomorrow night. I'm not doing the town hall tonight, but I will do the watch party for the debate tomorrow. And don't forget, you can listen to the debate right here on 95.3 MNC or on the 95.3 mobile app. A uh, couple of updates on just some little stories on COVID. We'll get into the, the data on the new studies that have come out about COVID in the 5 o'clock hour, the peer-reviewed studies. Uh, there, this one came through today. An emergency stay-in-place order has been issued for the University of Michigan students to stop COVID-19 from spreading on campus. want to thank the audience on the live stream for posting that. Students must stay in residence unless going to class, accessing dining, or doing other approved work. Now, again, that's the University of Michigan. Uh, a Jewish restaurant continuing the anti-Semitic behavior of the de Blasio administration in New York City, a Jewish restaurant in New York City was hit with a fine for leaving the door open. That's it. They left the door open, in, and this is in Brooklyn, where all of the Orthodox Jews are in this battle with the de Blasio government. Uh, they just left the door open, and a city inspector came by and issued them a fine for leaving the door open for, for uh, letting fresh air in. And the, the thing is, is 
that is considered one of the ways of fighting COVID is to allow share to come in. So there's that. They got they got fined for this, just leaving their door open. Uh, on the other fronts here, dealing with some of the, the other polling data we have, the Biden lead is now down to 6.3 uh, points. That so it well it's excuse me it's plunged 6.3 points in one week. So statistically, it's a dead heat now. Uh, there's some polls that have Trump ahead, some polls that have Biden ahead. The RCP average still favors Biden, uh, but the the latest polls now have Biden in one week dropping 6.3 points. We also have. Uh, Trump is picking up thousands of voters who did not vote in 2016. So Republicans have been outpacing Democrats in battleground states on registration uh, all across the country. It's almost every single battleground state that the Republicans are outperforming Democrats there. Um, So now when you start to take a look at everything that is going on, uh, specifically Arizona, a large number large number are not Republican, over 23%, and a large number, over 37%, did not vote in 2016. And Trump is picking those those voters up. That's not good. That is not good for the Biden campaign. Obviously, you don't want to be too overconfident if you are a Trump supporter. You still have to get out there. You have to assume that the polls are right, and you have to fight, claw, and bat in order to win this thing. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.